welcome to the Troll is Life Fantasy Football Podcast, where we give tips, tricks, and advice to win your league. And here's your host, the Troll Boy. You know me, I don't need no introduction and shit. Welcome back to the Troll is Life Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Schultz. I'm joined today with Thomas Hahn and Lamar Frazier. Hey, how you doing, fellas? What up, though? I just smashed some Arby's. I'm good. Ah, uh, they got the best curly fries. The best cheese sticks, bro. Oh, great cheese sticks. And it looks like we're here with uh, Jonathan Darns also. What's going on, John? Yo, what's going on, guys? Y'all doing all right? Oh, well, I'm doing perfect. Good deal, man. Good deal. Uh, first things first, um, I want to – I couldn't wait for a podcast. I came to defend myself. Um, first off, Dan, you look like Zach Morris. Um, <laughs> I'm going to that off. Uh, you look like the 1990s teenage, teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Um, <laughs> that's out there, man. Um, I don't see too many injuries right now. Um, I want to go through AFC teams to see who's fantasy relevant. Let's start with the AFC North, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you can almost say everybody on offense. Any, uh, what, what do you guys think? Go ahead, Tommy. That's your team. <laughs> I mean, it's clear-cut. We have two first-round drafters in Le'Veon and Antonio. Uh, I think Ben may push it a little bit better this year to – I would say he'd be a low-end, top-15 quarterback this year. Um, the interesting battle will be – one, to see who will be the wide receiver three, because the wide receiver three in our offense generally gets some good sneaky stats. Uh, will it be Justin Hunter? Will it be Eli Rogers? Um, or will we go with a lot of two tight end sets? I think we might do that. So it'll be interesting to see who will be the lead tight end. Will it be Vance McDonald or Jesse James? I think that's really like the only thing that's up in the air with us. I actually like McDonald a lot. I think he's going to be your lead tight end. I think he's probably going to be the best tight end you guys had in the last couple of years. I just think they didn't utilize him the best way with the 49ers when he was with them. I think the Steelers would do a better job with him. And I think he's like a low-end fridge tight end one, you know, going into the season. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, if you look at – that game against Jacksonville in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken, he had like 10 catches for like 100 yards and a touchdown. Like the dude's got potential. And I, I, I agree. I would say he's – I haven't seen the rankings, but I would put him as like a tight end, like seven or eight right now. Uh, me personally, I think that Big Ben can be a top 10 quarterback this year. Um, last year, he threw 2,200 yards, 28 touchdowns. Um, when he's healthy, it looks like he only missed one game last year. When he's healthy, Antonio Brown is the number number one wide receiver. Um, I'm interested to see how Juju will do this year as a second-year wide receiver. Um, he did great when Antonio Brown was out. He did great when Martavis Bryant was out. So I'm interested interested to see how he does with everybody healthy at the beginning of the year. All right, let's um, move on to the Cleveland Browns. Um, they're they're, they're going to be quite interesting this year. Um, I see Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry. That running back is going to be kind of a mess, it looks like. Um, Johnson can catch 80 goals this year. Um, John, what do you think on the Browns? Uh, yeah, man. Actually, I I just got through uh, watching Hard Knocks, the first episode. Um, man, I, from all from all perspectives, man, it looks like they're a motivated team. I think uh, it's really easy to get lost in the zero and sixteen last year, but uh, people forget Hugh Jackson is actually a pretty decent head coach. Um, 
well, he's been a decent uh, offensive coordinator, defensive coach through his past 10 years. But, I mean, as a head coach, I think he's still pretty good. He's going to be pretty solid um, starting with that. But then looking past that, uh, I spoke a little bit about Jarvis Landry, how I've kind of slept on him, man. Uh, I'm I'm reevaluating. I'm thinking he's going to have a, a really big season for them. Uh, I, like I said, I think if Tyrod stays in for the whole season, which is looking like the way they have it planned, uh, I think Tyrod and Jarvis have a pretty nice connection. And uh, I, I see a pretty big year coming from Jarvis. Um, John, who do you think – like quarterback wise, who do you think the wide receivers would produce more with, um, Baker or Tyrod? As of right now, I'm going to say Tyrod. Um, they, you always hear about the the rookie learning curve as quarterbacks come into the league because it's, it's a it's a completely different game. The speed is completely different. Players are more smart uh, on the other side of the ball. And uh, he's going to be play- He's going to be facing some pretty tough defenses. Baker, I'm speaking of in that sense. But um, I, I think early on, Tyrod is going to have some fantasy value, as he has had in in previous years. He's always sort of sort of that back end QB one, uh, but he's got really good weapons around him this year, probably more than he ever had in Buffalo. So I- I'm seeing a really nice year from Tyrod. I think. I, I don't see why everybody's sleeping on Tyrod this year. Um, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Um, he's going to do really well rushing the ball. He does have a lot of weapons, more weapons than he had than when he was with the Bills. Um, so I think it can really blow up this year. I like to see how the Browns are going to do with that new offensive coordinator. Um, thoughts, Lamar? Yeah. Yeah, man. I everything John said, I agree one hundred percent. I like what the Browns are doing. Outside of the running back situation, I think that's a mess right now. But outside of that, I think what doing, I believe in Tyrod Taylor. I don't know why the Bills just never really committed to that man. Um, hopefully he can show everybody and prove everybody wrong this year. Um, I don't see them as a playoff team. But I do see them battling for the wild card. I think they will. They run around that mix. Um, I believe in uh, everything that John said, man. Everything he said, I ain't got nothing else to say. And just to piggyback, one more thought, man. Um, they, like I said, they seem pretty committed to uh, Baker Mayfield going forward. But that doesn't mean that Tyrod can't use this year as an audition year, exactly. as a as a platform to go somewhere else. So. Yeah. This, this is Tyrod has a lot to play for this year, so I think he he has really big potential. If you if you know you want to draft all those skill positions, and you just have to have a quarterback at the very last minute. I said I think he's pretty solid. I think Buffalo just did not like him for some reason. They did not the coaches there did not want him there, and it was it was definitely evident the last year. Um, they put Nate Peterman in over him. I mean, <sighs> fail. Um, let's move on to Baltimore. Um, I think Baltimore is going to be a complete mess this year. Uh, I think Alex Collins is the relevant there. Um, I think Michael Crabtree is going to be a wide receiver three this year. Thoughts, uh, Tommy? Uh, my, I think fantasy wise, none of them will be reliable options, but given a good matchup, they're worth a pickup here and there. But on a consistent basis, yeah, I don't think really anybody could. The one person I see that could be uh, a threat would be Hayden Hurst, that rookie tight end that they drafted. He's looking really good for them. Um, but I just don't think that they'll be that big of a mess overall, man. I, I think they'll be in that wild card mix as well. Um, it definitely looks like um, on the death chart, Hayden Hurst is the number one tight end there. Uh, God, how Max Williams has fell off. Um, yeah, I love Max Williams when he was at Minnesota, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. 
Um, what do you think, John? Um, do you see anybody here for Baltimore that could be fantasy relevant? Um, outside of the guys you've talked about, I actually found out th- about Hayden Hurst through mock drafting. Um, but yeah, looking forward, he might be something for them in that offense. Uh, Alex Collins, maybe. Uh, but that right, that backfield is still a mess. You still have Jaboris Allen, who's probably still going to vulture some points. Then you have Kenneth Dixon, who who knows what's going to go on there. Uh, but then another guy, uh, is he? Well, there you go. Uh, and then another guy uh, who could have some value, but who really knows is Willie Sneed. A um, couple years back with the Saints, I didn't have like a, a monster year, but had a, a pretty decent year with Drew Brees there. Uh, and then last year was hurt, suspended. Uh, so it's going to be, I, I don't know what what's going to happen with him. I don't know if they have him as the, the two or the three after Crabtree, but um, he's he's shown he can have value in the past. So I, it's interesting seeing what he's going to be. Probably a late round filler at best, but just something going forward for them. One guy I'm real interested in seeing how he does um, there is uh, John Brown. I thought he was pretty yeah. decent with Arizona. Um, a deep threat, um, not the biggest wide receiver, but um, let's see how Joe Flacco can do with that. Yeah. He's like a Taylor Gabriel, man. Like, you get a high-end yards per catch, but as far as the volume of catches, it's pretty low. Yeah, very true. Um, let's go to the Bengals. Um, what, what, what do you guys think on them? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> man, outside of A.J. Green, man, that – I'm sorry, Nate, but that team, man – I, I don't like any Dalton whatsoever. I feel like they made a mistake by keeping him and letting McCarron go. Um, your running back situation with Dixon – well, not Dixon, Mixon. Um, we don't know what he's going to bring to the table. He kind of didn't show up last season. Hopefully, you know, having a whole offseason with the Bengals probably will do something. But, man, I ain't got no faith in the Bengals, man. You can give me A.J. Green all day, every day, but outside of that, man, who else is really stepping up on that team? Uh, I've been watching, as a Bengals fan, I've been watching uh, some of the Bengals practices. Um, John Ross. Live. 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 I've been there live. (laughs) Hands on recording. John Ross has looked good. Um, He's healthy this year. He's fast as hell. Um, he's going to take the top off those defenses. And if Andy Dalton could get him the ball, which is a big if, then I'm mean, not saying John Ross is going to be fantasy relevant, but what I think is A.J. Green is going to have less double teams um, to have to fight for the ball. Um, I think Giovanni Bernard is a flex option in PPR. He's still going to be catch a lot of balls this year. Joe Mixon is a mystery, um, but he did get going on the second half of the year when uh, Jeremy Hill – Put on IR. Yeah, man, my running back one for most of last year. Oh man, man. <laughs> solid running back. Um, I have no faith in Tyler Eifert. I would not draft him. I would not touch him. He's um, he he says he's healthy, but if he gets hurt, I do like Tyler Croft, the backup tight end there. I think, kind of to piggyback what you just said. You have A.J. Green. He's probably going to demand the double team. You've got uh, John Ross. You really don't have a, another viable wide receiver option. So, man, if, if if Ross can get going, I think that only helps Tyler Eifert. Now, will I draft Tyler Eifert? No, but we've seen what Tyler Eifert can do if he is healthy. I think he would be a, a – top priority waiver wire pickup, I'm going to say, after – I think he could be one of the first waiver wire pickups this year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He could get – he could be the type that – um, who was that Cowboys receiver we saw a couple years ago that had like two or three touchdowns in week one? Oh, Rico Gathers? Uh, yes. No, I mean, no, no, no. No, hell no. Uh, Bryce think- Butler? <laughs> Yeah, I don't no. think it was Bryce Butler, yeah. No. His no. name – Go ahead, Nate. I, I, I honestly – I cannot remember it, but I do remember 
that he had like two, three touchdowns in week one, and everybody rushed to him. It was Rico Gathers. He, yeah, that's no not happening. That's no not happening. No. Yeah, it was Rico Gathers. It was Rico Gathers. I, I can see something like that, uh, John Ross doing, and he could be one of the first waiver wire pickups, like Tom said. But we are spending too much time on Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> and there's only a few Bengals that are relevant, so let's move on. Um, real quick, real quick, Nate. What are my pickings? Seventh or eighth? Uh, I think you're eighth. All right. You could have texted me this. We're on a podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's move on to Indianapolis. Um, uh, they're kind of a mess also. I mean, if Andrew Luck is healthy, uh, T.Y. Hilton could be great. And if Andrew Luck is not healthy, that offense will be the worst offense in the league. We saw it last year. We can see it again this year. Um, thoughts? Agreed. Um that team's going to go as Andrew Luck goes. Um, not much there on defense outside of Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton. Lots of question marks on offense. Uh, it's really just all going to come down to uh, how healthy Andrew Luck is. And uh, even if he is healthy, who's to say they, they rush him along? They might, they might want to take their time with him through the season. So he might not have really any value until maybe the later weeks. So, I, I'm staying away from Indianapolis. Um, really not much there at all. Yes, well, I we, want to. Go ahead, Lamar. Okay, I was going to say, well, we're going to see tomorrow because they say he's going to play the whole first half in the preseason game tomorrow. So, oh, wow. that's going to shed some light on luck as far as that goes. Um, but, yeah, is he gonna be, go is ahead. Is he going to be throwing a regular football? Regular-sized <laughs> football? Hopefully. Hopefully. Can you imagine him getting hurt in the first preseason game? Oh, my yeah. God, man. If that happens, DM should be, be fired right away. Immediately. He should, he should right be away. escorted off the field after the injury happens. Agreed. Yep. But as um, far as fantasy value goes, um, who's the tight end on that team again? Jack Doyle. Jack now, Doyle. Hold on. But but they just got Eric Ebron this year too. Man, no no faith in Ebron. No, he's trash. I have no faith in Ebron. Ebron has Ebron has Stafford and couldn't put up numbers. I have no faith in that man. I don't think he's going to take over Doyle's uh any numbers away from him. Um, sign me up on Doyle. I, as far as fantasy value goes, I'm not really a big fan on Ty Hilton. I feel like if Luck is playing good, then yeah, Ty. He's going to have crazy numbers. But without luck, he's, he's like a wide receiver three, in my opinion, without luck. So, yeah. so as far as any fantasy value goes, give me Doyle. He, he was like Jordy um, last year without luck. Um, it was real bad. He was, he was borderline droppable. Yeah. True. Yep. Okay, guys. Um, what do you think about Jacksonville this year? Um, do you see that offense improving at all? Um, I mean, the wide receiver core seems to be a mess there. They got Lee, uh, Westbrook, Moncrief. I'm hearing a lot about Keelan Cole. Um, they're saying he's looking really good. Um, there now. Um, what do you guys think? Outside of uh, Fournette, I think it's going to be the same thing we saw last year with that team. They're going to pound the ball, pound the ball, and rely on their defense. Um the receivers, like you said, the receivers is a mess. You don't know who's a wide receiver one there. Um, they got Jenkins doing the offseason from the Jets at the tight end position. Um, he might be able to bring some fantasy value. We don't know yet. He to me, he's a tight end too. Um, but you know, you know, you know, he's gonna get out of Blake Brodos. He's not a good quarterback whatsoever. Um, so I think it's just gonna be pretty much the same thing we saw last year. Yeah, I don't see much going on with them. Um, I think Leonard Fournette's going to be really good this year. Um, that's Honestly, uh, I'll take a flyer on Keelan Cole. But other than that, I'm not really touching anybody else. Um, let's move on to Houston. I'm really excited to see the Texans this year. I'm excited to see how Watson looks this year. Um, Hopkins, Will Fuller had just a great year with Watson. 
Um, I think Lamar Miller would be a running back too. Um, what do you think, Tommy? Um, not so much on Lamar Miller. He might not even hold his own position after preseason, but we'll, we'll see about that. Um, I'm excited to see Deshaun Watson as well. Uh, I believe DeAndre Hopkins is arguably the second at worst, third best wide receiver in the league. Um, and then, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, Will Fuller becomes fantasy relevant again with Deshaun Watson. And then, and I, I know I'm biased, but man, I want to, I want to see Braxton do something, man. So we'll see. Yeah. It looks like Braxton's fourth on the depth chart there. Um, I liked the flashes that he had, but he didn't have many last year. Uh, third, um, Kiki Cody, Cote. Yeah, um, they also have Bruce Ellington, the ghost of Bruce Ellington. Uh, Sammy Coates is there. Um, the reason I like Lamar Miller is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, isn't Deontay Foreman on the pub list? Oh, yeah, I was just going to get to that, Nate. And uh, after that, it's still, I think, just Alfred Blue, right? Yes. So, I think Lamar Miller definitely still has some value. Uh, if you're a, If you're a wide receiver draft heavy person, uh, you definitely – it's very reasonable that you could end up with Lamar Miller as your running back too. Casey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, even me even me to some extent. I'm not going to lie. I like my wide receivers too. But um, I'm going to try and do a little bit better than Lamar Miller as my running back too. But it's very likely that, you know, if if people draft running back heavy, then that's who I end up with. I look at Lamar Miller as a running back three. And I think when Foreman comes back, I think Foreman's going to take that job somewhere midway during the season. Um, he had a, he was playing good last year till he got hurt. Um, like Lamar, it's, it's Lamar Miller's job right now. It's his job right now. But when Foreman comes back, he's definitely going to take some carries away from him. So we'll just see what happens. I wouldn't have him as my RB two. Rob receiver, I mean running back three. Yeah, you can sign me up for that because even if Foreman does come back. Miller's still going to hold some type of value. It's just going to diminish some. All right, all right. Um, listen, I have a confession to make here on the podcast. I have a man crush on Derrick Henry. <laughs> uh, dude, I think Derrick Henry this year is going to go off for the Tennessee Titans. Um, have you guys seen that picture of Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis standing side by side? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Oh my god! Um, I think Henry's just going—he's going to go off. Um, I do like Corey Davis. He was force-fed targets by Mariota last year. When he was um, Delaney Walker's still there. Um, um, thoughts on the whole Tennessee Titans offense, Lamar? Man, sign me up for it. Um, like you said, Henry's going to be a beast this year. And I think Lewis is actually going to do good just as well. I can see them splitting carry some, you know, as far as Lewis as the passing down goes and stuff like that. Corey Davis, I'm liking a lot too. Um, they are that That's their clear-cut number one wide receiver there. Delaney Walker, he, you, are, you already know you're going to get out of him. He's going to be so consistent throughout the season. Um Mariota, though, he got to show me something this year. Kind of regressed last year, um, kind of struggled during the season. Hopefully he could turn around this year. Um, but, yeah, man, sign me up for the Titans. Um, yes, their tight end, Delaney Walker, a stat I just read on Twitter, he is the first tight end to have 70-plus receptions in less than three touchdowns on the year. Um, so mm. Delaney Walker could have some touchdown regression this year, um, maybe five or six this year. Yeah, I agree. I think with Corey Davis going to, he's going to take another leap this year. Um, I could definitely see that happening. Um, who's the other wide receiver? I forget his name off the bat. Uh, Rashard Matthews. Yeah. Rashard Matthews. Yeah. For some reason, yes. he will not retire. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still good, though. He he. Rashard Matthews will give you six touchdowns a year. He will find some type of way to give you six touchdowns a year. He'll give you around 700 yards receiving. Yeah, borderline wide receiver four. 
in my opinion. But you know, for a bye week filler, he's perfect for that. Oh, definitely. Um, like I said I still think Corey Davis is the number one wide right receiver there. Um, but Rashard was good last year. He was not a uh, he was not bad. Um, granted, Corey Davis missed a big chunk of the year. He wasn't a bad wide receiver. Yeah, that's kind of my hometown team. I'm like an hour and a half from Nashville, so I might catch catch a couple games this year. Yeah, we, I heard about the Nashville. Um, I don't hear any crickets this evening. No, I'm indoors tonight. Man. I'm <laughs> indoors. And I'm, it's Kentucky, man. Y'all, you uh, oh, you Northerners. No, oh, yeah, you're in Kentucky. Yeah, I'm in Kentucky, but I mean, I'm I'm right there next to Nashville, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's go on to the AFC East. The this division is ran by New England. New England is king. So let's just start off with New England. Um, who who you got, Tommy? Um, who's who's relevant? Who's not relevant? Oh, Tommy just dropped. Um, who you got, Lamar? As far as the whole division or the Patriots go, the Patriots in particular. Well, of course, Tom Brady and Gronk. Of course, um, Burkhead. I think Burkhead is going to have some good fantasy value this year. Um, you just, I just can't trust the Patriots backfield. You don't know who you're going to get consistently throughout the season. Yes, um, their, their backfield is kind of nuts. They um with Sony Michelle, he's hurt already. Um, Rex Burkhead, I mean they they got still got James White. They still got Gillisley. Um, they picked up Jeremy Hill. Um, what do you think of their wide receivers, Tommy? I think Chris Hogan is he's worth a possible high end wide receiver three investment. Uh, when when Edelman comes back, he's a low M one. Uh, Gronk is arguably a top three tight end. Brady is a top five QB. There's fantasy relevance there, but I mean, with what you guys have said about the running backs, I mean, it's it's <laughs> they just have so many that like, you can't trust one. So if you if you miss if you miss a practice, if you sleep in, <laughs> you getting cut. Um. I think with with Edelman out, I got Chris Hogan as a top twenty wide receiver until Edelman comes back. Yeah. You gotta remember though, they do they do have Cordero Patterson, they got Kenny Britt, they got Eric Decker. Oh, oh no. Oh. All them people you just all the people you just mentioned would have no fantasy value whatsoever. None. You'll say you'll say it, but we all know Brady can make irrelevant people relevant. Yeah, true, but I can okay. I can see Eric Decker maybe one week or two weeks or something like that. But it's not going to be consistent. It's not going to be doing the whole season. I definitely don't think Cordell Patterson will be relevant at all. I, I mean, don't even can't even, go ahead. I, I don't even think Patterson's going to be on the team by the time the season starts. Yeah, he, he will. He return. He might. I was going to say he might return punts, but other than that. Um, He's not doing anything else. When Edelman comes back, um, I think he's going to step right in, and he's going to be a top fifteen wide receiver man. Uh, well, he's they, he is top guy. They yeah. have got and, to cut. No, go ahead, Tom. They have got to cut people, bro. This is ridiculous. They have Rex Burkhead, Jeremy Hill, James yeah. Devlin, Sony Michelle. James White, Brandon Bolden, who's always on the roster but never plays. Gillisley. Mike and Mike Gillisley. Like, that's ridiculous, dude. What, no clue who's going to play at running back there. No well, clue. Well, Michelle's injured right now, and they talking about it may linger on to the season. Um, he's going to miss the whole preseason. He had surgery yesterday or the day before. So, you, you, he's just going to be put away for the season, in my opinion. Um, no, Jeremy I think, I think so. I think they'll cut Jeremy Hill, split yeah. the lead carries with Burkhead and Gillis Lee, and James White will catch. Yeah, that's why I was about to say, I don't think Hill's going to make the squad. I think he'll be cut by uh, the end of preseason. And which is, like I said, man, if it was me, I'm not touching no Patriots running back because you just don't know who's going to be consistent on in that backfield. Oh, very true. Um, I wouldn't I mind Steelers taking a flyer on Jeremy Hill. I really wouldn't mind it. And one more Patriots player that we didn't bring up, 
that I'm gonna put on everybody's right. I think you guys already mentioned him, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make it hot. I don't want any sleepers for anybody in this league. Braxton Berrios. Yep, he's there too. And Philip Dorsett. Maybe probably won't get drafted, but probably maybe if he gets hot, could be a waiver wire pickup early. All right. Um can, honestly, let's can, can we move on from Miami? Please. Um it's Kenyon Drake. Um I mean, he, he's going to split time with Frank Gore. But other than that, they got Kalen Bellage. Uh, I don't I don't see anybody on there that I really want to talk about. Um, I, got a, I got a sleeper. I got a sleeper on that team. Go um, ahead. Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson. <laughs> they, paid that man, they paid that man $24 million. You don't pay nobody that much money for nothing. Um, I think they're going to use him. Um, I can see him as the wide receiver two on that team. I know Kenny Stills, he's the uh, Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker got to show me something this year. Like I had him last year. He showed you glimpses that he could be that receiver that you could rely on, but consistently, no, you cannot rely on him. Kenny Stills, he's going to take you over the top. Um, but if I had to have to pick a sleeper, yes, I'm picking Albert Wilson. Um, Danny Amendola's there also. Um he- you know how Ryan Tannehill loves his slot wide receiver. So, but, I mean, if you guys have anything else with Miami, bring it up now because I'm moving. Let's go. Mike, go ahead. Mike Gusecki Mike isn't no bum, dude. What, did they take him in the first round or second round? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there go your there go your crickets right there, your Kentucky crickets right there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um the whole Miami team to me is crickets. Um yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like last night with our AFC predictions, I think the consensus was they are gonna be the worst team in the AFC. Yeah. Okay. Um let, let's move on. A Buffalo. Um AJ McCarron, he could be a sleeper. Um uh, no. <laughs> Tom McCoy, um, nothing has happened with that domestic violence yet. So, as far as I'm concerned right now, he's going to be a top 14 back. Um, if something does happen with that, you have Chris Ivory. Um, I think Chris Ivory is more than capable enough to handle the load there in Buffalo. You got Kelvin Benjamin, Corey Coleman. Um, what do you guys think there? I am curious as to to why Shady is so low. I, I don't know if it's because of the allegations going on or is it because of his age, but, I mean, the workload is obviously still there for him. Uh, and as we talked about a little bit last night, Buffalo is one of those teams that's going to find a way to win ball games, and uh, they're going to run the ball. So I, I don't understand why Shady lost a little bit of value this year. I mean, I understand that the running, black, the running back class is really top-heavy this year. Um, but I, I think as far as my opinion goes, I think he's right in the mix there with, uh, your, your Melvin Gordons, uh, your Devonte Freemans. I think he's right there as a back end RB one. I do concur. Um, on fantasy football calculator, PBR leagues, he's going at the three Oh four. He's going around the likes of Joe Mixon, Jordan Howard, which is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Well, the problem with McCoy is, we don't know what's going to happen with his case. Nobody knows. Nobody's talking about it. Nothing. Like, you don't know the NFL is going to step in and suspend this guy or something to do come out. Like, so right now I think people are just scared right now because nobody knows anything. And you don't want to be – you don't want to take him as your RB1 and something does happen. That's going to be a mess. So I think people are safer taking him as an RB2. Because if something does happen, you the blow won't hurt as much, if you get what I'm saying. I, I was reading an article, and I should, I should cite it, uh, but I can't remember. Uh, but it was talking about Goodell's list, his exempt list, uh, and Shady is definitely a candidate for that. Uh, I think in the past, we saw Adrian Peterson on there. Um, there was a couple other players that year, if I'm not mistaken, that made – Roger Goodell's exempt players exempt list, which is kind of the same thing as being suspended, but it's the NFL's way of temporarily suspending you, suspending you. 
Um, but Shady could be eligible for that. But outside of that, I see him playing all 16 games, barring injury. I see it as well. Okay. Um, what do you guys think of the wide receivers there? I think Kelvin's worth like a like a, a flex pickup, like as a wide receiver four. But if he clicks, he's got high-end wide receiver two potential. We've seen it, man. Any love for Corey Coleman? No. 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 Okay. And, and they got Zay Jones too, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, definitely no. Okay. Um, let's move on to the New York Jets. Um, what, what do you guys think there? I mean, they got Crowell. They got Powell. Um, it looks like Terrell Pryor is running with the second team. Ahead of him is Anderson and Nunwa, Jermaine Curse. What do you guys think? Who, That's ugly, man. Who, can't even run with the team. Who's a wide receiver one there? Um, Robbie. 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 Yeah. I, I, I was, hey, man, y'all laughing. He put up some numbers last year. Like, who? Robbie Anderson. Go back and look. There, there was like four games. There was four games he put up over 20 points in, in fantasy football. And I'm, I'm not mistaken, yeah. he had like a, a really long touchdown streak too in there. Yep, uh, exactly. But in in large part, that could be attributed to uh, a new one. Exactly. I think a new one was out what week one or two. Yep. And missed pretty much the whole season. Uh, now, of course, um, Robbie Anderson probably was going to end up with the same amount of production because I don't see a new one taking too much from that. But. Uh, I don't know about the Jets. I don't. I personally don't like teams on the come up as far as fantasy goes. Um, but there's definitely some intrigue there. Um, I like Corwell. Um, I think he's going to get a good workload. Um, it does not look like the Jets trust Powell. They gave him a few chances in the past, and they do not like him. I wouldn't be surprised if. Um, he's injured right now, but I wouldn't be surprised if Elijah McGuire passes Powell on the death chart later in the season. Yeah, man, that running back situation is a mess too, man. Like, I, outside of – be honest, outside of Anderson, I ain't touching nobody on the Jets. There's just nobody to trust on that team. The QB situation is a mess too. Um, it looks like Sam Donald's going to have it week one, but I'm not – it's just too much going on with the Jets right now. Um, so outside of Anderson, I ain't touching nobody on that team. Okay. I think there'll be a team that I keep a high interest in, like to pick up for like a weekly matchup or something here and there. I, there's potential there, Webb. Like as as the season as the season goes on and roles become more clear on that team, I, I definitely see potential. I agree to that. All right, um, let's move on to our last division. Um, I am loving the L.A. Chargers this year. Um, I, I'm i in love with Melvin Gordon. Um, Keenan Allen is a great, great PPR wide receiver. Um, dude, we, we had this argument the other night. To me, he's top four or five PPR wide receiver. Um, from everything I hear, Mike Williams is looking big. He's looking strong. He's fast. Um, with no tight ends there right now besides Virgil Green. I think Mike Williams is going to be a nice red zone threat. Um, Phillip Rivers is going to go off. Um, this is my pick to win the division. Um, thoughts on these players? I got a quick question. Why nobody shows love for Phillip Rivers? Like, I don't understand it. The dude puts up numbers every year. I think it's got to deal with how his attitude was early in his career, but, man, he's really stepped it up in that department the past couple of years. I'll give him that. Yeah, I don't understand why people don't just be sleeping on this guy. Like, I don't get it. Like, you can just he, – go ahead. Go ahead. I, dude, he was second in the league last year in yards – um, I mean, he, he had 28 touchdowns. He, dude, he was slinging the ball last year, even with Melvin Gordon out there. 
Yeah, man. It's incredible, man. Like, and he's so consistent. So, yeah, sign me yep. up for the Chargers. I'll take Rivers. I'll yep. take Gordon. Keenan Allen, yes, I had him last year. Nate, you already know how that went. So, yeah, sign me up. Well, I, I think the only problem with Rivers, um, well, looking at his numbers, I guess I'm wrong. I was going to say in the second half of the year, um, I think he usually fell off. But, no, I mean, starting week 11, 400 yards, three touchdowns. Week 12, 300 yards, one touchdown, 300 yards, two touchdowns. Um, yeah, he did not fall off at all last year. In one bad game against Denver, um, 183 yards, but he still threw two touchdowns in that game. I think that's that's really what it comes down to for Rivers as far as why people don't really give him the looks that he deserves. Uh, that's a pretty tough – that has been a tr- pretty tough division traditionally. Uh, it, it's mainly been a Broncos-led division with some Chiefs in there. Uh, Oakland's always been a notable team. And the Chargers have always been right there, but it, it's just always seemed to slip their grasp. I, we were talking about this a little last night, but I can't recall um, Phillip Rivers ever winning that division. Um, the talent has always been there. I mean, going back all the way to LaDainian Tomlinson, you know, him and Antonio Gates. But for some reason, they just can't get over that hump, whatever it is. Uh, maybe this year with the, with the division being a little down, uh, as far as you have a rookie quarterback with Kansas City, uh, Denver, who knows what's going to happen there with Case Keenum. So maybe Ch- Phillip Rivers can get that that respect this year. Uh, but for me, that's what it's always been, I think. All right. Um, let's see. Let's go on to Kansas City. Um, they got some weapons there. Uh, what, what do you think, Lamar, about Kansas City? Um, I am high on Patrick Mahomes. I like, I know he hasn't shown us nothing yet, but if you go back to college, the man was throwing up numbers, and I just think the core that he has built around him, I think he's going to take off. He might be this year's Deshaun Watson. We'll wait and see what happens with that. Now I know in camp he's been throwing a lot of interceptions, but it's camp. I'm not. I'm. I'm not too ser- too worried about that in my opinion. But you got Kareem Hunt. That I had him last year too. I think that was still the drive. I got him in the eighth round last year. Um, you know what Kelsey's going to bring? Uh, Sammy Watkins. We'll see. Uh, I'm not really high on him like that. Like some other people are. Um, Tyreek Hill. Yes, sign me up for him. I love his game. I love what he brings to the table. So we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm not a fan of Patrick Mahomes at all. Um, just not at all. I love his weapons. I just – I don't see him as that great of a quarterback. Um, I like – I do like Tyreek Hill. I like Sammy Watkins, Kelsey, Hunt. I love all their talent. But let's just see how Mahomes can do. I think it's going to be interesting uh, for Tyreek Hill. You know, I think – the cat's kind of out of the bag as far as what he does on the field. Everybody knows he's the fastest player in the league. Uh, so it's going to be interesting seeing how defenses try to match up with him and Watkins because Watkins is a definitely an over-the-top threat. So I, I want to see Tyreek Hill transition more into that uh, possession receiver role to go along with that speed. I think that would bring great value to him. I don't know if he has the size for it or the durability, but I think if he can do that, he takes that next step and becomes a clear-cut wide receiver one. Yeah, I have a question real quick, man. Is anybody having issues with the app, with the app kicking you out? No, man, not me. I'm not at all. Um, Hold on. I see Lamar keeps getting kicked out. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, man. Yeah. Bro, it's doing it's doing the same thing to me, man. It's like kick, like I can, like it'll just cut off. It'll say that I'm connected, and I can't hear anything or say anything. Yep, exactly with me too. All right, let's move on to Oakland. Um, <laughs> um, Marshawn Lynch, um, Eric Carr, anybody else relevant there to you guys, Tommy? 
Um, I mean, what stands out to me? Not right now. I mean, I got to see what Amari Cooper's got to be more consistent. He's got to show me that that case of the dropsies was a one season type deal. I don't know how viable Jordy will be. Uh, will it be an even split between Doug Martin and uh, Marshawn Lynch? They're saying like Davis is struggling with the playbook. I, I think I'm going to keep tabs on them to see how they do. But as far as drafting, I don't think I'll touch anybody on there. Uh, how do you think Derek Carr is going to do this year? Uh, he should end up being a top five QB, man. Oh, yeah, that that's pretty surprising to me. You said um, top, you said top ten or top five. You said top. Five. I said top five, but I I do think that's a little bit of a stretch. But it, the the capability is there, man. Well, the problem is John Gruden is going to run the ball heavy, like run. He already came out and said it. They running, so I think. The potential is there for Carr, but we might see a regression of him, not because of his play, but more of how the system is for the Raiders. I I don't see Derek Carr being the top five. Um, just running off some players, Watson, Brady, um, Rodgers, I mean, hell, Big Ben, um, a combination of the Philly quarterbacks. I think between those two, that would be a top five quarterback. Um, I don't see Derek Carr being a top five quarterback this year at all. Um, Marshawn Lynch, let's see how good he looks. A lot of people are saying Jalen Richard's looking really good in camp. Um, Martavis Bryant, God, if he can't get a hold of the playbook, he could get cut. Um, I don't think they gave up too much for him. I yeah. Yeah, I'm not really high on Bryant. Like, yeah, if you can't learn the playbook, you got major issues. Um, oh, yeah. Jordy Nelson, yeah. I I want to root for Jordy, and you think there's fantasy value in him, but they got to throw the ball other than Cooper. So if I had to take Nelson or Bryant, I'm going to take Nelson. Um, and then we got to remember Doug Martin is on that team, and they've been praising him a lot. So he may even take away some snaps from Lynch. So you got to be kind of worried about that if you are planning on taking Lynch. Yeah, a lot of people have Lynch high as a running back, uh, high running back too. Um, what do you think, John? You think that those two are going to split? I actually wasn't seeing that much of a split coming into it. Um I think Lynch still has some tread on the tires, man. Uh, he showed it towards the end of the season last year. After the bye week, he put up some pretty decent numbers with some touchdown production. Uh, you got to figure the goal line work is still his. Doug Martin, on the other hand, did not end last season on a very good note. Um, I stashed him on my team, hoping that maybe he could produce RB2 numbers uh, with Tampa Bay. And it just really never came to fruition for him. Uh, so I think that backup role is kind of appropriate for him this year. Um, I, I want to see, like you said, I want to see what Lynch does. But I think that's pretty much his job. And then Jalen Richard is right there, too. I think, if anything, he takes over running back two duties. And of the of the three, I think he has probably the best pass-catching abilities. So... I'm not seeing it for Doug Martin, and I'm really still kind of seeing some value for Lynch, too. I mean, there's there's still value for Lynch. I'm not saying that, oh, it's going to be a split, you know, a split carries between the two. What I'm saying is I actually been looking at Lynch kind of hard, and his ADP ain't high. Like, he – like, you could get Lynch in the fifth or sixth round. Like, so the the potential for Lynch – you know they're going to run the ball heavy. So, if you're going to take Lynch because of that, then, yeah, perfect. I, what I've been reading from the Raiders is that Doug Martin has surprised a lot of people at camp. Um, he's even been on RB um, with the um, the team one team. Uh, I forget what I'm trying to say. Um, Getting team. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I'm still going to take Lynch if he's available. But – 
durability, you know, you still got to worry about durability with him. So, yeah, that's all I'm saying when it comes to them two. And then to touch on Cooper, Roll Tide. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I, it's every night, man. Uh, but you, when you talk about ceiling as far as fantasy goes and floor, I don't think there's another player, maybe Josh Gordon, but there's not another player with a wider range of ceiling and floor. <laughs> well, let's talk about something, too. Let's talk about this. So let's figuratively say Cooper does struggle. Bro. When Cooper struggled last year, Michael Crabtree put up great numbers. So if Cooper struggles, I think Jordy Nelson becomes a low end one. I agree. I, I'll, maybe not low end one, but I, I definitely see some value for Jordy. Yeah, definitely, definitely some value there, but not a low end one. Uh, maybe a middle of the tier two to me. Depends on how heavy they lean on that run game, I think. Okay, uh, so, so let me ask you this question. What's Jordy Nelson right now to you guys? Is he a wide receiver three, four? What is he to you guys? That's what we're just discussing. Um, right now, I would say he's a wide receiver three right now. But we were just talking about if um, Cooper struggles, we can see him. We can see him rising. I think that's fair. Wide receiver three. All right. Um, if no one else has anything on them. Um, let's go to the last team today. Um, we have Denver. Um, Case Keenum's new there. We still have Demarius and Emmanuel Sanders. Um, Royce Freeman is coming in. It looks like he's actually number one on the death chart above Devontae Booker. Um, John Elway has done nothing but just gush over Freeman in love with this dude. Um, what do you guys think of the run game there? You can sign me up for Freeman. I, I like Freeman. Booker, I know people are not high on Booker and everything like that, but they said Booker is the – he got the starting job for right now. We'll see what happens during preseason and when the season starts. But um, I just need to see, I just need to see it in preseason. Like, you still don't know what's going on with that whole running back situation. Um. Outside of the running back situation, Emmanuel Sanders, I think he's the number one raw receiver. I know people look at Thomas as the number one, but if you actually look at the numbers, I think Sanders is the better raw receiver. He's a better route running receiver. Um, what do you guys think on that? I got to disagree. Um, I, I think Demarius Thomas, man, if you look at last year alone, I think he had 83 catches, 900-some-odd yards, and that's with atrocious quarterback play. Yeah, word of the day, atrocious. <laughs> um, I think if Case Keenum can come in and just be – Average. Average, yeah, just just do his job, I think Demarius Thomas is right there back in wide receiver one discussion. I would say um, two, borderline one. Right, yeah, right there. And Sanders definitely is a strong candidate. I, I'd say he's right there, wide receiver three, maybe two. But I, I still have to go with Thomas out of the two. Um, hey. Yes, I agree. Um, I think Demarius Thomas, like you said, with horrible quarterback play, um, he still had 83 grabs, which in PPR is not bad. Um, well, what do you guys see him getting this year, um, receiving wise? What was um, his touchdowns I, last year? He had five. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. But the thing is, he, he had 140 targets still. So even with horrible quarterback play, he still had 140 targets. Yeah. And to be truthfully honest, I've never really viewed Demarius as a huge end zone threat, and we know Emmanuel Sanders isn't really either. And I actually, man, looking at the Broncos, they have one of the deepest sleepers in all of fantasy, Jake, Jake Butt. Butt. Jake Butt, go blue. Jake Butt didn't get to play at all last year, and they said he's good to go. So, Yep. Definitely a sleeper. Nice. All right, all right. Um, just 
just to touch up on Emmanuel Sanders. Um, yeah, he only played 12 games last year. And in 12 games, he had 92 targets, uh, caught 47 of them, Ooh. 555 yards. This is Emmanuel Sanders. In never 12 mind. games, he had 92 yards or 92 targets. Yeah, never mind. But that was like, but like you said, it was bad quarterbacks there, though. So hopefully, that, we yeah. beat them there. That, hopefully, that changed. But yeah, them numbers don't impress nobody. And the thing is, with with Sanders, he's never been a big target guy either. Um, he only his target high was 101 targets last two years. It was 79 and 76. Um, but if he can get in that, uh, well, those are receptions. My fault. I'm reading the wrong line there. <laughs> <laughs> he's never been a no. You're he's right, never though. Been a big reception guy. Um, if he can get in the seventy range in receptions, um, he can probably get around thousand yards and five six touchdowns. Yeah. That's All right. right. Let me ask you this though: Are y'all comfortable taking either wide receiver though? Comfortable? No, but I I would definitely take one. Um, if I had to choose, it would be. It would be Demarius. Uh, Demarius uh, Thomas is Demarius Thomas I is going to be somebody's wide receiver too this year on the league. I, I so as a as the possible like fantasy comeback player of the year, man. Agreed. Okay. Well, that that wraps up our AFC talk. Um, before we get out here, fellas, I want to play a game with you guys. Um, oh wait, before the game, I, since you guys. Since uh, Nate and Lamar weren't there last night, can we can we get y'all's uh, division winners and wild cards, and then maybe like a sleeper that could that could also uh, contend in the AFC? Uh, go ahead, Nate. I'll start with you. Okay, um, division winners. I'm going. I'm going New England. I'm going Pittsburgh. Um, God, the AFC South is going to be a little bit harder. Um, I'm going to take I'm going to take Houston and with the West I'm going to Los Angeles and as a wild card I'm going to go the Chiefs Lamar all right I got I got the Chargers I got the Patriots I got the Steelers I actually got the Titans winning division um wild card I agree the Chiefs I agree with that Okay. What's the other wild? What's the other wild card? There's two wild cards. Oh, we forgot Jacksonville. Jacksonville probably. Yeah, another yeah wild. I was. Yeah, I was gonna get to Jacksonville, man. Um, no, I'm going Tennessee. You said you I have. Who do you have winning? You have Houston yeah. winning it. I think you said Houston. Yeah. Houston oh, okay. I got the Titans. Uh, yeah, another wild card. Is that South Division? Do you guys think real quick before we move on? Is that South Division good enough to put three teams in the playoffs? No. No, no, not gonna, no. Because I one, the North will it will be the Steelers, and I don't see really anybody else super sticking out there. The obviously the East is the Patriots and nobody else. So I mean you would really only have to contest a couple yeah. teams in the I, I forgot about the Chiefs and the Raiders out there. They'll probably compete for one. Yeah, um, but if there was a division that could have three. It's the West. It could be the Raiders, Chiefs, and Chargers. That's true. Chargers just lost Jason Barrett, man. I, yeah. I, I like I don't, the South this year, man. I, I really like the South. like the South as well. All right. Um, like I said, I'll, I'm, I'll take the Texans and Titans. Um, I think – the Jaguars are not going to make the playoffs this year. That's tough, man. That defense is too good to not. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, they won't win the division. I give them the wild card. That defense is so good, and you know they're going to run the ball with Fournette. I mean, we'll see, though. Uh, every year, four teams that made the playoffs don't make it the, the, the next season. So, we'll see. Yeah, All but right. I, had, I had just like a little bit of a recap. I had Pittsburgh, New England, uh, I think I had Houston winning it. Jacksonville is a wild card. Oakland, and then I had, I had Cleveland, 
fighting with the Jets for the last wild card. That was my like, whoa. Ugh. I see it, man. Uh, I don't know where you're seeing it. Wait, who you guys your wild card again? Bro, he got the Browns and the Jets fighting for a wild card. The Jets? Hell no. But Uh I'm a believer of the Browns. For some reason, I believe in the Browns this year. Like, I just like what they're doing. And people don't lie. You said what? I said hard knocks got you fellas high. I mean, it's just a whole offseason move that they've been making. Like, like they're they're going they're going to they're going to win a game this year. Um, I think they can win <laughs> five, six max. They are not competing for a wild card. Plain and simple, they are they are not going to compete. I don't. I don't have them going into the playoffs, but I have them competing for the wild card. The Browns will have seven wins this year. Okay, well, even, with, even with the Browns competing for a wild card, I think like nine wins. Even no, I'm with, not going to say nine. I, I'm going to say seven. I'm going to give them seven. That's my max for me. Eight and eight, maybe. I'm going to say this. Nate need to if the Browns aren't going to compete for a wild card, they sure as hell going to compete with the uh, with the Ravens and Bengals for last place in the division. Oh, listen, I, the I, Browns. I, hey, Nate, I'm sorry to tell you this: the Browns will have a better record than the Bengals. Um, I'm. Oh, see, he left. He left right after he said that. Um, <laughs> Lamar, when you when you listen to this, I'm more than welcome to place a bet on that. I got the Bengals second in that division at eight and eight. Ooh. Yep, I think I think their offensive line got a lot better through the draft and through free agency. And with John Ross healthy, AJ Green is going to have a hell of a year this year. I mean, a thousand yards, barely over a thousand yards, and that was a down year for AJ Green. Oh, come on! I might have to take you up on that bet. <laughs> to me. Um, okay, uh, let's move on. I got something to play called um, – oh, it's just me and you, John. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, how about that? Um, I got something called um, Side Chick. Okay. Where um, well, my thought process is Side Chick, somebody you like but you don't want to be seen out in public with. Um, uh, the, the way I look at that is – just let me give you mine. Um, Carlos Hyde. I like Carlos Hyde. I don't really want people to see me start him. Um, that's that's going to be my side chick for the year this year. Um, I, I think he's he's going to be sneaky good this year. I was telling them this last night, man. As as far as when the season starts, he's obviously the best running back as far as NFL experience, as far as carrying the ball. Duke Johnson obviously has the PPR potential with the catching. Oh, yeah. As far as workload goes, I don't see them leaning all on Nick Chubb all at, all at first. Maybe sprinkle him in some, but for me, Carlos Hyde, and he still had a really – he he had really nice games last year. Last year, I think he was a, um, the 13th running back in PPR last year. Yeah, I know you're big on him because you traded – <laughs> we will never mind. I'm not gonna. <laughs> that was kind of slipping my mind because I was, you you were sounding like really excited about Carlos Hyde. Not don't get me wrong, I'm right there with you, but you're like over the top with it. <laughs> I had to bring it back I and think about why. Bring it back for him, just not for Lashawn McCoy. Um, I... <laughs> Smart move, though, man. Smart move. <laughs> Uh, who who's your side chick of fantasy oh. player this year? Okay, I'm I'm gonna go with speaking AFC, right? Um, you can just go anywhere. I'll, I'll speak AFC. We'll save the NFC for another night. Um, okay. I'll go Kelvin Benjamin, man. Okay. Um, okay. Kelvin Benjamin. I mean, he's clear cut the wide receiver one on Buffalo. Uh, the quarterback situation is a little messy. I think it's probably going to be McCarron, roll tide, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. He he struggled with Cam, and I don't like bad mouthing Cam, even though he's Auburn man. I don't like when you bad mouth Cam. Uh, he has terrible completion percentages, but as far as competitors in the league, I don't think uh, Cam's right up there with the best of them. 
for him to badmouth Cam, that, that shows a lot about your character to me. So, I, but I'm going to ride with Kelvin Benjamin because they're going to need to throw the ball. They're going to be down in games. So I think there's potential, but at the same time, I'm not all in on him. Uh, I think I, I, I drafted Zay Jones in a league last year. I think there's still potential with him. He was a big receptions guy in college. Uh, so we'll see with that. But early on, I think Kelvin Benjamin has a lot of potential. Okay. Okay. I could see that. Um, he's a big body. He, he's a big touchdown guy. Um, I Definitely. can see I can see him possibly being a um, a low-end wide receiver two, high wide receiver three. Um, just to me, it all depends on where his touchdowns land. That's um, right. If he can get seven touchdowns, um, 850 yards, um, that, that's somebody I would like to have. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Can't disagree there. All right. Well, um, well we're going to finish it up this evening. Um, I appreciate you, John, coming on to this podcast. Um, Tommy and Lamar are gone. Um, Let's do this again here soon. Yeah, for sure, man. Anytime. Uh, Like you said, we should definitely keep it to like around four people. But uh, I think, man, we would have some really interesting talks. Me, you, Tom, Casey, and maybe (laughs) – I hate to say Dan, but maybe Dan. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I think we'd we'd all have some good talks, and I'd like to see. I'd like to get Cliff on here too, man. Oh yes, definitely. We gotta get Cliff on here. Um, but I like to get some other people on here. That's not even in the troll. Um, just just get some people, different perspective of different people's opinions. For sure. And as the season starts rolling along, I I think of course the trolling is going to be epic. But oh, yeah. Uh, just yeah, just to hear people's perspectives as they fall in and out of the playoffs i think that's going to be gold on this on this podcast you're going to see a lot of sad faces i I think so man and i love it (laughs) all right bud well um i'll get in contact with you here in a couple days and then we'll do this again sounds good man all right no salary cap